The content you're about to receive is complete bullshit. Please do not take this to be complete truth. Now sit back and enjoy the fucking show. Squareheads. Welcome back. Welcome back to the world's dumbest podcast, Squareheads. Let's go. I'm your host, Mano Head, and your co-host, Marcello Baby. We are back to this episode. We love doing this. I hope you guys love it too. So what we got today, bro? I mean, something that's really on my mind right now, I think, Drewski. What's up with him? Tell us. Let them know. All right. So for those who don't know, Drewski put out a skit where, I mean, he's a comedian. So it's the job of the comedians to ruffle feathers. And he really did that. He really fucking ruffled feathers. Honestly, to the point where I'm seeing some people say they want to cancel him. They shouldn't cancel fucking Drewski. They shouldn't cancel any fucking comedians. Because... It's their job to ruffle feathers. It's their job to talk about things that people don't want to talk about. And also, for those who don't know, the skit is about a guy who's trying to get girls drunk just so that he can sleep with them. I and mean, he's talking real shit, though. Yeah, it's real. People really do that. And I I mean, before I saw it, because I don't really have Instagram on my phone, so I don't really know these things when they happen. I was on Twitter and I saw someone say some shit like any dude who's mad at that Drewski skit should be on 24-7 surveillance. And and a lot of girls were retreating that shit. So I like, agree. I mean, some people some people just want to get mad at shit just because it's not like kosher. It's not like PC as fuck. It's not like cookie cutter. But it's real shit. People really do that. People are real victims of that shit. So bringing awareness to that, I think that's really important. Yep. Yep. And the thing is, the difference between a comedian bringing awareness to some shit and like what a politician or a government official is a comedian will bring it to awareness in a lighthearted way. Mm-hmm. A government official will bring it to awareness in like super fucking strict and scary. Too mundane. serious. Yeah. yeah serious they take it fuck. too serious. Well, meanwhile, comedians like package it different, you know, I just feel, I mean, I, I saw I saw the skit. I didn't know that he was even facing backlash. Like I saw the skit and I thought it was really funny because like I actually seen that some of some of dudes actually like does that in real life and yeah. and it's some it's some real shit. Now if anybody feels offended because of what he made or like or like the the skits that he made, bro, that means you're somewhat guilty of what he's putting out there what i'm telling you is like you won't be touched you won't you won't feel like oh bro that's offensive or you know that's that's insensitive or whatsoever if you never actually done that or you're never exactly. been in that situation exactly that's what i'm just, telling you is you know this motherfucker tweeted anybody who is offended by the drewski shit should be on 24 hour surveillance because you're a fucking threat to society yes it's that, big facts. i 100 agree whoever tweeted that you are right, my friend. I'm with you with that. Like, bro, even say, say, um, not to disrespect anybody. Say th- there's been like a victim of whatever the guy was doing. I'm, I feel like pro- most probably, bro, that girl would want to have that skit like be put out because like that's real shit that she has experienced before in her life. And like, bro, you got to be aware of, for those type of people, you know? Mm. It's it's just fucked up of how how people these day is so sensitive that they just want to cancel everything. Yeah, yeah, I can't I can't call it I can't call it, but I think definitely Drewski putting that out. I mean, think of it. 
do you not think this is the reaction we want? Like, we're talking about the rape, the rape that goes on when people try to get someone intoxicated and take advantage of them because of that skit. Yep. Now, now they can be more aware. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are people who are very aware of this situation because I'm sure like there are people who are victims of this. But, like, we're talking about it. We would have spoken about it if that skit didn't come out. So, yep. I think I think what Jersky did was good. I mean, always it's always been like that. Any comedy bits, any any controversial stuff that that comedian says has always opened up a conversation to talk about something. Yeah. And like even eventually in the end, people will navigate through it. We we talk about it, open a dialogue, and discuss it to the point where okay, how can we fix this situation? Yeah. How can we fix this problem? Yeah, you know, it's it's there's been way too many sensitive people, especially in this day and age, where people just just canceling each other. I mean, we were we were talking about this yesterday, about the cancel culture, uh, to the fact that um, like a while this is a while ago they tried to cancel Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, Dave Chappelle can't be canceled. And the thing is, I feel like the whole Dave Chappelle thing is a lot of people they don't listen to the message that someone is trying to put out. They just look at it on the surface level. And if their feelings get hurt, fuck it, counsel them. Because if you if you really listen to that Dave Chappelle shit, what he was saying is his friend who was transgender committed suicide because the transgender community did not did not accept her. Yeah. Yeah, because because of her because of a joke that she made or something. I, I can't remember what exactly, but the point is they were against her. Now think about this. Listen to what I said. His friend who was transgender committed suicide because she wasn't accepted by the transgender community. His friend. So yeah. He might be roasting transgender people in his con- uh, his skits, whatever, or his uh, st- stand up, his specials. But I think from that we can learn that he's telling he, he can he can look he can look past the fact that you're transgender and be a friend, right? Yep. And then, then the real thing where I think that was really just an expression of, I don't know, grief or whatever. His friend committed suicide because she wasn't accepted by her own community. So I think there's a lot of hypocrisy with this council culture shit. Like people just your 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 feelings get hurt and you're like, fuck it, take away everything. So I I think it's silly. I think it really is silly. So I mean Drewski Drewski hasn't done anything wrong here. There's no reason for him to be cancelled. There's absolutely no reason for Drewski to be cancelled. In fact I would say we should commend Drewski for bringing this kind of thing up. Because I mean, we, we've seen Drewski talk about a lot of shit. I mean, I was going through his page, I think, two days ago, and I saw the skit where he's talking about dudes who who, who flex on taking so much drugs. Uh-huh. Like it's oh, a competition. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like on live stream, and they just be falling asleep, like taking exactly. like, uh, exactly. sleeping pills and all that shit. Exactly. Yep. Now, that, that right there, it's funny as shit. It's very fucking funny where he's like, Yo, who took my fucking perk? I swear yeah, I had who eight. Took this, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, this dude is giving you a message. Yo, that fucking shit is not it. Like, you don't need to be taking so much drugs where 
you're falling asleep. And then you're like you're you're promoting it on social media too. Exactly. Like you're you're going live on it. You like, make a video, like post it on like your Instagram. Like it's some fucking, like it's some fucking glorious shit. Like no, you're you're a bum. You're fucking taking so much drugs that you're falling asleep on live. Like nobody needs that in their fucking feet. <laughs> yeah, I so, mean. I, th- I think I think all this bullshit, this noise that's coming out, like, oh, Drew needs to be canceled. Y'all need to shut the fuck up. Like, I mean, let's be real, bro. Like, if if anybody like make a comedy out of something, like comedy is a result of observation. Like, you observe about uh, something that's that's happening around you, yeah, and then you make a comedy out of uh out of it, you know, yeah. And so that means like he he's not making this up. Like he actually been in the scene and he's seen some. A lot of shit like that, like some, some shit happening. Bro, that's like fucking that. so, Drewski, you know, bro. Oh shit, that's actually funny. Like the fact that it's so real that it 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 touches the truth. Like there's there's always some sense of the uh, truthness in in a comedy. So that's why that's why I find it funny. I I didn't I literally, bro. I didn't know that he was facing backlash. That is it's just crazy. I mean, I know like when I first saw it, I was like, oh shit, he's he's kind of like going a little bit like towards the line. In a sense, because like this is like could be somewhat sensitive to some people, because a lot. Of, I'm, I'm. If sure. we're being honest, bro. Uh huh. These days, everything is sensitive to some people. I yeah yeah no but but like when like the context of what he's making regarding you know, um, just like portraying someone who's actually like like being a pre- predator at a party who's like trying to make girl girls drunk. It's like. Ooh, some people, some people might not like this. Like, I, I've, especially knowing his fan base, like some people might not like this. But I find it funny, and then, and then not until today that I heard, oh shit, he's actually facing backlash. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't even know he had to skit out because, like I, I told you, I don't have the Instagram on my phone. I have it on my computer, so I don't really check it that often. So I was scrolling on Twitter, and I'm seeing like. People talk about Drewski. Like, oh, he's trending. I'm like, what the fuck? Then I do some research. I found out. Oh, shit. But I, th- I think it's some bullshit, man. Like, they, the dude had to cancel the shit because of the backlash. He had to uh, delete the skit. Oh, he actually deleted it? Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I heard. Like, he deleted it. So. Oh, shit. That's how bad it was. But it's some bullshit. Like, people are just on some bullshit. Like, what the fuck? Nah, nah that's not it, bro. He's, he's, he's doing some good shit, bro. Like, he had to talk about this shit. I mean, he, he's funny. Like he's actually funny, bro. Like he is, um, inspired a lot of like skit makers, like uh, a lot of comedians too. Because I've been uh, watching. Fuck, I forgot his name. He's also funny, but but I just realized his style of making skit is really similar to Drewski's way of making skit. Yeah, I've been like watching a lot of his shit on on YouTube. Actually. Yo, he's the best. I think like, right I now, like Drewski, Drewski's the top dude. Who's that? Right now, Drewski's the top dude. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He he opened shows for J Cole. Yeah, on his tour. Yeah, and like he, but I like the most when like I see a video, when there's Drewski and there's Jack Harlow. It's an ultimate click for me, bro. It's like yeah, they're, it's they're, just right. It's like because it's so funny since like I think the first video that I watched them together was the basketball game. Um. So so Drewski was uh the commentator for the basketball game and he mm. was uh interviewing Jack Harlow. And then yeah. um he was he was asking like what do you think about the game and Jack was just like 
you're so fine, bro. And then, and then like, hey, yo, let's go back to the game. And like, and then he's he's still like, I don't know. He basically Jack is still trying to like flirt onto like. Nah, uh, Jack, Jack, to, to Jack loves saying those sus shit. Yeah, yeah. No, he but like that. his his the way he's saying it, it's not like foul or anything. It's just like so flirty that like as if like he's flirting to a girl. It's just funny, bro. Yeah. And like another, I think another video of, of them together, which is like it's it's so classic right now to look back at it is is a uh, a video of them driving, in a, oh, in yeah. a car and it's like life like this sure feels good, huh? Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> just yeah. like playing with with like a French music playing in the background, you're just driving down the street. I it's think I think the one I I saw that I really enjoyed was Complex's Goat Talk. Oh, the Goat Talk, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think Drewski was not no Jack was reading a card. Uh-huh. He was like, "What's your favorite vaccination spot?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. That. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then uh, Drewski's like, "Wait, what? What?" <laughs> and they said, "Let me see that. What's your vis- vacation spot? You can't read, like dumbass. Nah. Nah, those 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 boys, those boys have mad chemistry. It's, it's oh yeah, their chemistry is amazing. But but that from that video, the one that um got me laughing hard is when he asked like, what's your goaded position? I've always wanted to.' Jack was asking Drewski like." Um, I've always wanted to ask you this. What's your favorite position? <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, you know, spooning, you know, from the side. <laughs> That's the easiest way. <laughs> no, their, their chemistry is un- un- unbeatable. Unbeatable, yeah. Who do you, who do you, who do you think, who, who do you think is a more dynamic duo? Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's he's one of the best dynamic duo of, of the the modern age. I feel like I don't know if you know this dude. His name is Zias. Zias and Bilu. It's like is that, is that Aiden Ross's guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the two black dude. I don't know. I, don't, I know Zias. I don't know the other dude. Uh, his name is Bilu. Uh, well, he's now now they're not making as much video, but back in the day, bro, they were they were crushing it. Yeah. They were like yeah they they they're funny. They're they're the best duo too. Like they always start their their reaction video with um with with, with uh, freestyle. And they always like say one, uh, one person goes freestyle and then like they got stuck and then the other like just like picks up right away and it's just like really good chemistry like watching them is is like they are also ultimate duo, bro. Okay. They're also a good duo. All right, that's good. Shout out to them. Shout, shout out to, to Zias. Shout out to Bilu. I yeah, I, for 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 a couple of years when they were still like putting out videos constantly, I was like watching them often like even like some some videos that i didn't even know back then some music that i didn't know i know it from them mm-hmm. so yeah um they they introduced me to a lot of music um what kind of music mostly rap mostly rap um yeah they they, they talk about rap music and and they i think they're the video got blew up. Yeah, their video blew up when they were watching. Uh, they were reacting to um, "Look at Me," XXX, mm-hmm. and then yeah, they 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 got lit like just together, both of them in a room, and just they got lit of a listening to music and reacting to them. It's just yeah. it's like it's such a vibe, bro. Like it's su- it's such a cool energy to see them like go together. Yo, shout out to X, bro. Shout oh out yeah, to X, rest in peace, rest in peace, X. I already told you guys my favorite. X song is I Met the Devil in Miami. 
It's fucking beautiful. It's not. It's not a rapping song. It's just him singing. Mm-hmm. I do. That dude was crazy. He could rap and sing. Mm. Like he, no, he could sing for real. Like his voice was crazy. Yeah, that's. I think he has a hidden talent that not a lot of people know. Now we know because like he has put out like a lot of like melodic song that he sings in it. But when he first put out some stuff, uh. I didn't even know that he could sing that beautiful. No, he dropped he the whole singing album, seventeen. Kendrick Kendrick had to like tweet about it. It was so good. Kendrick was like, "Yo, if you feel anything, you need to hear this album." Yeah, it's a seven? beautiful album. Well, you haven't heard seventeen? I, I I've heard seventeen. I don't remember. It was a uh, it was a couple of years ago. I don't remember now how how it sounded. I I remember like some of the songs, but talking back about Jack, he. Just drop a new song. Okay. First class. Have you heard about? Uh, have you heard? This no, song? I haven't heard it. I don't, I'm not the biggest Jack Harlow fan. I mean, I'd say he's his verse like Jack Harlow when he uh, hop on a song. It's always nice. Like it's always uh, good to listen to to him rapping because I think he f- he's been doing this for a long time that. Now he's at the level where like he can just go into his uh go hop on a song, go into the booth, record, and it just it comes out smooth no matter what it is. You know, like yeah. he he has that he's on that level where everything is just like smooth for him now. Yeah. But, like that first class song, bro. Everybody, every single ladies on TikTok got wet listening to that song, bro. No, before before the song drops, though, <laughs> I'm talking about the snippet because like he just dropped a snippet. Of yeah. it, like him in this in the studio, just listening to it, mm-hmm. and then um, everybody was like, "Holy shit, bro! This song slaps!" It's like that. Uh, I've been a G, growing up L, sex in the A F, uh huh, O R O U S. I can put you in first class. So th- basically, that's how the song goes, right? Yeah. And he's actually sampling Virgie, you know, the Black Eyed Peas girl, Fergie. Yeah. Okay. Ferg is that how you say her name? Fergie? No, Fergie. I hope it's Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I thought I've always said Fergie this time. This whole time I, I thought it's okay. Anyway, basically yeah. yeah, it's it's her. It's her song. And and like yeah, the the snippet the snippet is so good that like everybody is already making TikTok just off of the snippet. Mm. But the thing is that when the song drops my honest opinion is that it's a mid song. It's like because like that hook that that he dropped as a snippet, like that G doing a L A, that that becomes the hook of the song. Yeah. And so like it got, uh, we can hear that repeatedly throughout the song, more than once. And like his verse, there, there's only I think there's only like two verse, mm. two verse or three verse, and then the rest is just hook. And so like oh this is this has become repetitive like listening to it and so it's not as like it's not it doesn't really live up to the expectation you know what i'm saying like the snippet or like just the hook itself it's really good but it doesn't you know i mean tyler tyler said something about that like artists nowadays leaking like snippets of their songs to see if people mess with it Mm -hmm. and deciding on whether or not to drop it depending on how much people, how people fuck react with, uh, to it. Snippet. What do you think about that? I think. Well, yeah, it's it's a good thing to to drop uh, a snippet, you know, to see how people react to it. 
mm-hmm. but at the same time if you know you you, you got to know how your song is too so like if you know that it's going to be a hook and there's going to be like a three hook three section of the hook that means that people are going to listen to it again and again and again um and y- your verse is not is is less section compared to the to the hook that means that um people going to will will be you know tired of listening to it it's just just taking this this first class song by Jack Harlow for example right okay. like the 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 snippet goes crazy it's literally a good snippet bro and and even the song itself it's a really good song i can like it's a really good song but like the snippet lives up to the like over overshadow the song itself that you know the the song didn't really feel as as explosive as it is so so basically he put up the best part of the song to be a snippet yes so when you actually hear the song there's nothing more to offer yes it's just downhill there's, from yeah there. there's nothing more to it and plus like that the, the best part of the song is the hook and he has that like th- in three se- different sections so you're gonna hear the same hook three times mm. so you know your expectation only live until that because like i feel like when when you're putting out snippet it's like putting out trailer for movies right yeah. You gotta get, you, you want to package it really good. Yeah. But also not give away everything you have. Exactly. You want to give out like a, a little bit of it, but just enough to engage uh, a lot of people to come and see or listen to your music. Yeah. But sometimes you put out too much or it's yeah, it's it's there's too much as you put as a snippet that people when 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 people have really big or high expectation on on the actual song when it drops mm-hmm. it don't really live up to the expectation i feel that i feel that yeah. i'm not i'm not saying that this song is a bad song it's a good song it's just that the snippet is really hyped that the song becomes kind of mid if the snippet is not really that hype i feel like this this song is really good mm-hmm. you know it's because because there's been that that um that so snippet. It's, it's overhyped basically. yeah it's overhyped in a sense yeah and plus, okay. like, people just be making TikTok. And I kid you not, bro, like, white girls just love that shit. I don't know why. They, they, so I just watched this video that, like, um, this is this is a this is a fact. I'm quoting this from a video. This is a fact. Um, white people love songs that spell something like G-L-A. Just like Y M C A, they always love songs that spell that the, the, when the singer spells in, in the song. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> it's a, that's why people. Should. <laughs> and I, I, I don't say that by the way. It's uh, I'm quoting. <laughs> yeah, I mean talk. I mean I think this whole snippet thing. It's mm-hmm. good as a business person. It's sort of what. Kanye did with the whole Donda thing where he's basically doing test runs before actually dropping the album. Yep. So it's it's smart as a business person. But I think it's limiting as an artist. So Why? Because as an artist, you want to be able to be vulnerable. You want to be able to drop something that you don't know if people are going to mess with it or not. But it's true to you. So it's like a gamble. It's like living your life on that edge. So, as an artist, releasing the snippet is like playing it safe. You want you mm. want to you want to know if it's cool or not first. That's a different take. 
Never yeah. heard about uh, never heard of it like that before. It means that's the difference. As as an artist, I feel like it's bad artistry, but as a business person it's fucking smart. Or or you could be like Kendrick. Just drop it out of nowhere. This is when when he dropped Untitled Remastered? Yeah. There's no snippet, no nothing. He just dropped it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like so it's like I don't know if these guys are gonna fuck with it or not, but I'm just gonna put it out. And you can see how much of an artist Kendrick is. He's, I feel like, musically, at the level he's at, there's nobody who is as artistic as he is. Like, 100%. I feel like there's nobody who is as artistic as he is. So. The, his wordplay and, like, like, the fact that you can always dig in deeper to what he's saying and then there's, like, a backstory to each line that he was saying it's it's crazy bro it's so deep it's so layered bro i mean i was, I was telling you yesterday about the letter to death song right mm-hmm. like and this is this is not recent shit this is like old old kendrick this is like mixtape kendrick when was this 2012 like section 80 no i think it's er- section 80 is not a mixtape it's an album so i think that's even earlier than section 80 oh shit. So maybe like 2010 or some shit i don't know Find it on on um, SoundCloud. Like, I think the first two verses are him rapping his letter to death, and then the final verse is him responding as death to those letters. Mm. So first of all, he's writing a letter to the the personification of death, which I feel like would be hard in the first place. And then he's going to respond and respond in actual smart ways, not just saying some clumsy, uh, corny shit Mm -hmm. as death. I mean, when you think about shit, like how many fucking people can you say make songs like that? Yeah. And that's, that's what's really unique about Kendrick is that he's able to put himself in a different, like, like he, it's not just him telling his story, but also in certain songs um, like Money Trees, mm-hmm. he's putting his perspective as a gun. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like he grew up around that around that um, environment. Yeah. And then now, let me try to write a lyrics, uh, pretending that I'm a gun. What would a gun say to a person? Mm-hmm. Or like, what would a gun? Say, what would a gun feel like? When somebody's holding me and then like I'm being used to shoot somebody else. Mm. That's that's what Money Trees is um, about. That's what it's about. Yeah. It, like that's that's uh, some part of it. It's like that's what his uh, his take is on it. It's okay. like he is being written written from from a perspective where he's being the gun. OK. You know, and I mean, and, talking about his abilities against different. First of all, like just talk about his penmanship i think that's something we don't even need to talk about because we've seen it so much we've seen him like i mean when kendrick was on our like 2015 2016 feature run nobody was dropping better features never never fails bro like nobody nobody's dropping better features and like whenever he does give a feature like think about this shit bro like real shit think about it this dude dropped his first feature in like five fucking years Want a Grammy for what song? Uh, Family Ties, him and Baby Kim. Oh, think about yeah. that shit. This dude 
just came out for one song in like the last five years, won a Grammy. Bro, you can't play with that dude's name, bro. Like, so nah, his his name. I th- I feel like he should change his name from Kendrick Lamar to Kendrick Lamar, because he can't carry that L, bro. He's always winning. You gotta get the dub, bro. Kendrick nah, Lamar. See, <laughs> see, like, I don't care how many people say otherwise, bro. I've been saying this shit for years. Kendrick is the greatest rapper of all time. I don't give a fuck. I don't need it. I don't give a shit about that dude. Is like. Oh, but you don't know about this hip hop history about this one dude who used to rap, who was on the corner of whatever. And what, I don't give a shit. Kendrick Lamar. You talking about a, Biggie? No. <laughs> it sounds like Biggie, like in the corner of the street of this. I'm not, I'm not talking about Biggie. You always hear like, oh, there's one dude that's super fucking underground. You don't know. I don't give a shit about that. Oh, under, nah, nah. Kendrick I mean, Lamar is the greatest fucking rapper of mm-hmm. all time. Bro, like, I can I, agree with that. I can I, agree with that. Like, I don't don't agree. get me wrong. I do like, he he might that. not be the most commercial rapper of all time, but like people who actually fuck with hip hop, who fuck with rap, like I'm t- I'm not talking about like um all this melodic rap shit, this commercial rap shit. I'm talking about this person will will rap no melody, fucking flow, fucking. Uh, wordplay, rhyme schemes, putting those fucking rhymes and those syllables in the pocket. Nobody does that shit. Harder Not than to Kendrick. mention the 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 stuff. His pusher T. No, no, like yeah, yeah. The what's that called? Nostalgia. No, nostalgia. His nostalgia first. Yeah, that that's um. I'm I'm pretty sure some of you guys who's listening right now have uh heard or watched the video by Dissect Podcast about uh, shout nos- out Dissect. Nostal- Nostalgia. Yep. Shout out him. He's um he's a really great uh music um student or I don't know how you say it. He's like like he understands a lot about music that he make a podcast or make a show about it and like he literally dissect every single word like not just Kendrick like any any musicians Frank Ocean you know like a, a bunch of people and like he's just a great um music analyst if i if i can say if yeah. i can give a label to it but yeah and talking about 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 rhyme scheme and all that and and the ability to you know um coming up with creative perspective lil wayne in one of his interviews says like today's rapper you it might sound the same from one to another in terms of just like their creative ability and also like what they're talking about because they don't they don't have any agenda in terms of what they're talking about or they, what they're going to write about. He was saying back in the day when when he was still coming up um somebody from his label I think Birdman but I'm not sure if it's a, a Birdman um c- come to him every time uh, he's in the studio and tell him okay today's song is about Tuesday and Thursday. So you just got to write a whole song a three minute worth of content to to rap about about Tuesday and Thursday. You're given a specific theme, mm. and I feel like in today's day and age, like uh, a lot of kids just go out there listen to beat. Oh, this is fire! Let me just rap based on what I know or what I've experienced, and then that's it. Let me go from there. And pretty much, bro, a lot of people, a lot of kids these days, it's kind of experience the same shit. So it's some. It it translates to have listening to a different 
uh, to the same content? I would say I would say it's mostly because one the music now is more melodic, and two. I mean, when I used to freestyle, um, to get those melodies, it's easier to get melodies when you freestyle versus when you write. Mm-hmm. Like it's at least for me it was, and I think it might be the same for most people who are out now. Because if you look at it, like fucking Uzi, Young Thug, all these people, like they say that like they don't they don't write, they just freestyle. Yeah, just right. Yeah. So. With that whole trap scene, like, people are freestyling more. So, when you're freestyling, for the most part, at least for most people, you don't really have the time to get so deep in thought. Because when you're going, like, you drop this rhyme, you're already thinking about the next couple of words. You don't have time to really think about, oh, how deep do I want to be on this? You're just going and going yes. and going and going. If, and we're, going. if we're talking about freestyling, but when you, I But agree. when you write... Mm-hmm. When you write the shit, like you actually have time to sit back and think, like, okay, how deep do I want to go? How like concise do I want to go on this? How much of a theme do I want to create on this? Mm. But I don't feel like you you really can do that with um, freestyling. Yes, I mean I hundred percent agree. Like I understand if it, if it's freestyle, you know, you're on the go. But the but the thing is that when you're dropping a song. There's have to be at least like some of some of work put in behind it, not just like a no, I'm, I'm not I'm not arguing with you. I'm like agreeing you, with you. You, you. You're putting that out uh, like the next second, the next hour or two. Oh, let me put this sh- shit out. That's it. It's done. Let's go. Drop yeah, I'm, it. I'm agreeing okay. with you. On, on to the next one. It's like, bro, there's no work. There's no like layer behind it. Now, if we're talking about um, in at least in uh. From from freestyle perspective, yeah, um, we can take it back to Jay Z. Okay, he in every single album of his, he just go freestyle, and then it becomes a whole album. But the thing with him is that he has like double entendre coming in, like rhyme scheme is in the pocket, and and also like there's more layers behind his um. His 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 bars, say he ha- see he said something. I like like I think it was on jail jail song. Like um, I've been praying too much. Like uh, felonies, but felonies also sound like fell on knees, as if like you're actually praying. There's like there's like layers to what he's saying. Yeah, you know, and and yeah, in in a modern song, if you're talking about like mel- melody, Frank Ocean is one of the the the, the artists that comes in with a heavy melody right at least like he he's not actually just like rapping but he's also singing in a sense with his song biking you can hear that that he's putting his uh, a perspective of just like from a kid who's like riding a bike and also and also uh writing a song from the perspective of a bicycle so it's like I don't feel like that's an excuse for... I'm not making an excuse. I'm telling you, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, when you freestyle, it's harder to put depth into your shit. You're talking about people who are, like, the best at what they do. For example, Jay-Z, from what I heard, when he freestyles, he also, like, he doesn't just go right off the bat. He takes time. He listens to it. 
he comes up with the lyrics in his head and then he just says it. I'm t- that's different from like once the beat starts, he starts rapping on it. Mm. Like you can you can even tell like Juice World when he used to freestyle like on those Tim Westwood he's freestyling for an hour, yeah he's coming up with some cool shit, but at the same time the shit he's saying is still surface level. It's still like, yeah I'm fucking your bitch and then it's it's different from like when he's making a song where it's like he's feeling the pain and he wants to express that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 So I, I saying, get that. What I'm saying is, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. Like, yeah, people are doing dumb shit on the music scene right now. Like, music right now is not that. It's not that deep. It's now just more surface level. We've heard the same shit from everybody, and I'm saying part of the reason why that is is because people freestyle a lot more now. Which, which is weird to me because, like, okay, I get it. Some people are able to freestyle and they are able to freestyle good, but some people couldn't really freestyle and then they just trying to hop on the trend and then next thing you know they freestyle and then they just release the song which i yeah. feel like bro if you're trying to if you're trying to take this shit serious like you should at least give a thought about it and like at least try to like construct it now i'm not saying like oh but that's uh i mean some people might say oh uh, a lot of people are doing that right now. Like, I mean, almost almost 90%, 80 to 90% of, of artists, at least rap artists these days, are doing that shit. Okay, but there that means you can hear it that they are just hopping on the trend. Now, you can you can listen to uh, Jack Harlow or Baby Keem. Those, I feel like, those are just, uh, just the two of a lot of artists that put out their their song rapping but also give thoughts behind what they're putting out okay i mean like i said i'm not the biggest jack carlo fan so i don't know about jack carlo but definitely baby keem baby keem jack like carlo i feel like Blue. they're they're on the on the same level in in terms of like putting thoughts behind behind songs before they put it out they they like they actually like digest it down and like Okay, this is the beat. Let me let me make like conceptualize it before actually like we come into the booth and record it and like okay, let me go back to this and okay, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to that. disagree with you on that. I feel like maybe Kim is deeper than Jack Harlow. Yeah, yeah, not nah, I'm I'm just giving out example, but yeah, I agree because maybe yeah, I mean, because melodic yeah. blue was was a beautiful tape. Oh, like hundred percent. Like you're hearing sounds on there that you really just don't hear on hip hop for mm-hmm. the most part. I think it was Boohoo Man. Like, the sound on that song is different. Like, that's that's borderline not even hip-hop. So, I, I think Baby Kim... I mean, he's in connection with Kendrick. I mean, Kendrick won't let him just be putting up bullshit. Like, he has to, like, take time and think. Yeah. Shit you're saying, but, so. but, but kudos to him, though. Like, the fact that... Yeah, he won a Grammy. Yes. First of all, he won a Grammy. No, I'm, I want to talk about the... Uh, the, the when when he's before he won a Grammy before he reached this point right now, like it, when back when a lot of people don't know that he's actually the cousin of uh, Kendrick, like he he knows he, uh, he has relation to Kendrick, but he just he didn't want to just like go to Kendrick and yo help me with this like you know like asking for a handout. Yeah, he actually like work his way up and then like okay when he's he's at a certain level now he comes out. To Kendrick and like, hey yo, like, um, listen to some of my shit. Like, how? What do you think? And then like, Kendrick actually fucks with it, and then like, you know, it just comes back all together. 
and then it and it happens that they're family but like it's just cool to see that someone is not just asking for a handout from someone who's already accomplished that's what i respect about keem you know yeah what so there's there's a lot of like rappers these days that um they're doing that uh, but i feel like one of the greatest era of of rappers blowing up is in 2016 where where a lot of those rappers now at least from the double xl freshman list um are now blowing uh doing really good like 21 savage lil uzi lil yachty um designer lil dicky he even has his own show dave, dave that shit is yeah, fire that shit is crazy it's really good yeah and also kodak black yeah kodak is a big boy um what do you denzel, think what denzel do you think? curry too denzel curry yep yep i think i think that's one of the that is the best anderson pack y- yep anderson pack i feel like that 2016 is in fact the best xxl freshman um class of the of the 2000s i'd say because like it's not just like one or two artists that makes it it's like almost the entire roster made it Mm. you know and so it's just it's just crazy i mean for this for this generation i think so yeah Mm -hmm. um but i feel like for the generation before i think it was big sean's class who's who's in big sean's class let me let me see because I, I remember like he made a song about it talking about how like all his uh xxl guys are doing pretty well when when was he in uh xxl class was, was it like back. 2013 or 14 something like that it was way back he was, I in, he was in i think he was i think nipsey was in there too i know that um i think um if he's together with travis that means like there's like action bronson in there all right so let me, let me read it out freshman class Oh, 2010, J. Cole, Pill, I don't know what the fuck that is, Nipsey Hussle, Wiz Khalifa, I mean Wiz Khalifa, OJ the Juice Man, oh. Freddie Gibbs, Big Sean, J-Rock, Fashon and Donis. I mean, so, I mean, uh, J. Cole, like J. Cole, J. Cole's literally like, yeah, J. Cole, top, J. Cole, yeah. top three of all, J. Cole is top, top three in our generation. Big Sean is top. Big Sean, J-Rock, Freddie Gibbs, Wiz Khalifa, Nipsey Wiz fucking Khalifa, Hustle. Yeah. And then and we don't know hustle, Pill. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Fashawn and Donis are. I've heard of OJ the Juice Man. So, so that's like that's like six of them are like certified like superstars. No, but like compared to 2016 though. I mean, I would argue a lot of these people here are bigger than the people in 2016. J. Cole is bigger than everybody in 2016. MC Hustle is bigger than everybody in 2016. Um, Big Sean bigger than like everybody in 2016 no i would i would agree well i would what? agree about uh for anderson pack because anderson pack is actually really big right now like who maybe who, who? not bigger than anderson pack no because uh, uh, because anderson pack changes genre in a way for us some bullshit you, you can't tell me that nipsey hustle is not bigger than anderson pack bro people who don't even listen to rap who are not even into like this kind of music, fucking corporate business people know who Nipsey Hussle is just because of the impact he had. Bro, Nipsey Hussle is like one of the biggest things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. In that sense, yeah. Then Big Sean, Freddie Gibbs, 
Okay, I, I don't know if Freddie Gibbs is bigger than Anderson Pack, but Freddie Gibbs is fucking huge. Especially if you're into, like, this Griselda kind of rap. Mm-hmm. Like, not this melodic rap, like, some Griselda boom bap shit. Freddie Gibbs is but, fucking But huge. on a commercial level, Anderson Pack beats Freddie Gibbs, I feel like. Maybe, I don't know. Because, don't know because bro, that Silk Sonic duo, that shit goes crazy. That, that it has been, like, selling out shows... Uh, in Vegas and also they they won two Grammys okay just this year I think it was more than two um, is it more? I think so oh shit um, oh. J-Rock J-Rock is big as shit especially when um he's about to put some shit out okay yeah. bro I'm gonna be honest I don't really know J-Rock like I only know him from his feature on Kendrick's yeah I mean that's the thing like if you're really fucking with, like what's one of his songs? one of his songs? yeah that that you bumped or like that you really like I mean when I was like the biggest one in his last album when yeah okay gotta listen to that I mean I think there's Out of Sight Out of Mind featuring J. Cole and mm. then there's um this one on his first I don't know if it's his first album I think it's Follow Me Home on his old albums but yeah I've been listening to J-Rock for a minute I know I know J-Rock from yeah from Kendrick's feature let me think about this shit. But other than that, I don't really know. I think I think 2014 was pretty good too. 2014 uh, freshman list was pretty good. I mean, even Vice City, the one he had the whole black hippie on it. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking smash. And then, for what it's worth, ES Tales, Tap Out. Tap Jeremiah, Out, yeah. I know Tap Out. Wow, Freestyle. Um... Yeah, Wild Freestyle is... Uh, King's his, Dead his featuring his Future. Wild Freestyle is For his song worth, with uh, the bloodiest. Kendrick, right? What? Wild Freestyle is his song with Kendrick, right? Yeah. For what it's worth, the bloodiest. And then... Oh, the one I was talking about is not even on his album music. That's Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not his album music, but it's under compilation. So basically, it's a mixtape. Mm. Follow Me Home. Code Red, I love that. The Hood Gonna Love It. That's always good. Elbows, I love elbows. So like... Nah, he's he's been he's been throwing shit down. So Jay, I mean, again, I feel like if you're if you're the type of person who just to hip hop just based on what's on the charts and shit, you probably won't find J Rock there. But like, if you like look for this, like you will see. Because I've been listening to J Rock and Kendrick for a minute. Like, I remember their mixtape. That honestly, that shit was so old it was trash. Mm. It's um. I think Kendrick and J Rock take New York or some shit like that. It was super. I, I feel like old. okay, okay. Here's my take on it. Like I feel like on a commercial level, 2016 is better than that freshman year. I don't believe that, bro. Cause J Cole alone is eating like half of those people combined. Oh yeah, that, but that's one person though. Yeah, but you're saying on a commercial level. So if are you not? What What do you mean? You're like adding the numbers up for the, what they're doing? No, no, no. As in, like, okay, like, right now, who's hot right now? Who's, like, people, are, like, in, in terms of, like, numbers? Let's look at their, their, their numbers on, uh, like, streaming numbers. Okay, J. Cole is up there. But uh, look at look at Uzi, look at Kodak, look at um, 21, look at Yachty. Like, their numbers, streaming numbers, are c- could be compared to all those freshman lists. 
That's my take on it. It's like I mean, yeah, like on, that's, on that's a commercial what I said, level, said, like um, streaming. This twenty ten is for the previous generation, like because I don't think you can really call Big Sean and like Kodak Black to be on the same generation. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, but but if we're comparing in terms of like streaming numbers, we we like that's the only way I feel like th- that you can. Uh, that's like, what I'm saying. Like this 2016 is like for now, but like um, all these dudes. J. Cole, I mean, J. Cole is like, obviously like the dude who's like super huge, who's going to keep pushing. And same as Big Sean, like they're like the two biggest out of this. Mm-hmm. But like Nipsey, Nipsey would have been that if he was oh, alive. Oh, Nipsey, yeah. yeah. Um, with Khalifa, I feel like he just got super stagnant and like his shit didn't change. So he f- sort of fell off. But that's what Freddie, G- see, Freddie Gibbs is still doing shit, bro. Freddie Gibbs just did a song with Rick Ross. It's like, that's what I'm saying. If you're into like all this, that's what I'm saying, like. This Uzi, that's like commercial rap. That's like this melodic trap and all that shit. Yeah. But if you're into like the boom bap, like just throw bars down, mm-hmm. Freddie Gibbs is huge as fuck. Freddie Gibbs is big in that scene. So that's like, I get what you're saying, but like what I, when I'm, when I'm in the car with you, I never really hear you listen to like that boom bap shit. Right. No. Yeah. No. Exactly. So that's I don't expect that's you to. That's not. Like, that's not my type of music. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. Lie. I don't. I don't get. I don't. I don't expect you to really fuck with Freddie Gibbs. But I'm telling you, like, I listen to like the Griselda. The, I was literally listening to Bodie James all day today. Mm-hmm. Like, Freddie Gibbs is big as fucking that shit. No. Like, if we're if we're talking about like that into like going into deep or like almost into like, um. Even even going into like underground, there there's there's no limit because like there's always like artists coming up and also like a good artist there, but like we're we're talking about numbers, bro. Like, because like numbers that's, is the the so, it's so a that's good the thing. Like, would you would you say would you say like argue about Drake is more successful than Kendrick? Because Drake has more numbers, but Kendrick's work. Is if we're more, talking commercially, I say yeah. That's the thing you keep saying commercial. I didn't say commercial. I said successful, in general, as a career. Well, what what's the indicator of the success? There's more than one. There's not just one career. That's what I'm asking. Just answer the question. Do you think Drake is more successful than Kendrick? Yes. Okay. But then I can then bring up the fact that, okay, Drake sells more, but Kendrick has way more awards and accolades. Kendrick is the only person to, from rap that's won a Pulitzer. Kendrick has a shit ton of Grammys. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. When you when you want to create uh talk about big. And who's this and that? Like, I don't feel like numbers is just it. No, yes, yes, it it isn't just it. That's yeah. why before every before I said anything, I always say I said on a commercial level. Yeah. Um, and also on a streaming numbers. So yeah. if we're talking about some other uh, factor that that we can put in to like look at the the reality of oh this person is also b- is big in this way, this person is big in this way. Yes, we can we can argue that, but yeah. I'm bringing up commercial and also streaming numbers yeah. already to this today. Right, I get, that I, I get I, that. I already set up that. Okay, we're talking about streaming numbers and commercial level. Yeah, I get you that. Know? But what I'm saying is, Freddie Gibbs is big. He might not be big in the commercial shit, but when you talk about the scene where he actually plays, because what I'm talking about is Uzi Twenty One. They're playing in a different scene. They're playing in this melodic trap. What's hot right now scene. Mm-hmm. Freddie Gibbs is not playing in that scene. He's playing in that. The same like 90s rap kind of style shit scene. Those are two different lanes. Hip hop is bigger than just one genre. There's like, I don't know, 
10,000 fucking different subgenres of hip hop. In the subgenre of hip hop that he's dedicated his career to, he yeah. is huge as fuck, is what I'm telling you. Yes, you might be seeing more commercial shit because for the most part, these these fucking rappers on this trap commercial shit, their shit is almost like pop music to some point. Yeah. Exactly. So what I'm saying is for the for the lane that he's going on, right? The lane he chose for his career, he is big as shit. That's like saying, Oh, LeBron is bigger than Messi. Like, okay, yes, as a basketball player, yes, there might be more people that watch basketball and as a basketball player, LeBron is as huge as whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But if you go to the side of soccer, if you're into soccer, Messi is basically God. Like they literally invented a word out of Messi's name to describe how well he plays. I think it's Messionante, which is supposed to translate to like perfect. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like, I get it. Yes. Uzi, 21 Uzi. The game they are playing is different. It's completely okay. different. Okay. Here, here, here's the thing. Okay. I, I, I get what you're saying. Okay. Um, but what I'm going to say is that to your comparison, mm-hmm. I think it's more of like, um, if you're in the basketball, you're comparing LeBron to the professor. I don't know if you know the professor. The professor is, is the dude who does a uh, street basketball. Yeah. Or it, maybe in soccer, it's like Messi or Neymar to Sean Garnier, who's also a street uh, footballer. So I feel like, um, no, that's not, not, because not, 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 no, no, like, no, it's not, it's not, it's, the same. it's still in the same not, lane not, of because where you're, where you're looking at it is one is, one is uh, a higher level than the other. They're not higher level, bro. It's not. What do you, what do you mean? One is a professional. One is a dude who fucking plays on the No, but he's streets. a professional street player. That's it's not a, the same it's shit. a, it's a professional lane. It's not the same. It's not the same shit because you're looking at it like, Oh, professional, and then a dude who probably couldn't make it pro, so he's fucking doing YouTube videos. That's different. I'm talking about Freddie Gibbs is a professional boom bap. No, no, rapper. no, no, no. Sean Garnier is a professional though. Professional what? Street ball player. What the fuck is a street ball player, bro? That's a dude who walks around on the street and plays with random dudes on no, the street. No, no, no. It's not because what is, because what is because, because it? It, they have the world championship of street ball. They have that world championship of street ball. Street ball. And what what is the difference between street ball and real soccer? It's it's uh, it's played in a smaller field. Okay, it's like five on five v five or like seven v seven. And what else? Yeah, that pretty that pretty much explains the thing. It's like that's futsal. Thing, like it's you're, futsal. You're, it's like that's what I'm saying. So you're basically playing futsal versus actual soccer. That's different. Futsal is not as big as actual soccer. No, it's like it's well the same thing. It's like it's like oh boom bap and like. The, the trap it's music not, it's not the days. same shit it's like boom bap and no, trap no, no, it's no. different bro it's, it's different type it's of sound it's different it's different that's what I'm saying it's like soccer and basketball it's completely different the fucking lane that now soccer and basketball is like you're talking about different genre though no no soccer and basketball is the same shit because this commercial shit you're thinking of it oh it's rap so it's the same shit it's not the same bro no it's not the same I'm not bro, saying it's, it's too, the same it's, bro it's too there, completely different see think of it like this think of it like this you rap. can you can put someone who's the fucking greatest boom bap rapper on a trap beat. Mm-hmm. He won't know what the fuck to do on it. You can put someone who's the greatest fucking uh, trap rapper on mm-hmm. a boom bap beat. Mm-hmm. He won't know what the fuck to do. So don't just look at it like, oh, it's rap. So it's in the same. No. The, see, rap is the most diverse. Is the most diverse uh, genre on the planet. Mm-hmm. 
So Agree. boom bap is completely different from this melodic shit. That's mm-hmm. the reason why you always see it on the fucking uh, internet. Like some rappers like, yo, these OGs need to leave us the fuck alone. What do you mean? This is not rap. Like it's different. It's completely evolved to something else. The beats are different and the mm-hmm. way you go on beats are different. So forget that. Oh, it's it's under the umbrella of rap. These are different shits. These are different sounds. Different sounds. I'm, exactly. I, I, I agree. So, I understand. So it's 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 very different. Don't yeah. don't don't talk about it like oh it's 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 the same shit. It's just that one is is played on a smaller level. It's not played on a smaller level. These are standard shits. They're no no. I'm saying it's a, no, on you, a smaller wait, hold on, level. Hold on. You you compared it between football and futsal, right? Mm-hmm. The difference between football and futsal is one. Football is played with 11 players. Futsal is played with five. Mm-hmm. That's minimizing it. That's what I'm saying. You can't minimize it. It's a full thing on its own. No, I I got to say that it could be a comparison because, again, I'm coming from a perspective of comparing it in terms of numbers, streaming numbers, and uh, uh, commercial-wise. Now, if we're talking about commercial-wise, commercial wise, when, when we're talking about like the professor or like Sean Garnier, they're on a commercial level. They're not as good, but like when who pe- for people who is like actually like into like the art of like uh doing uh work doing doing work with the ball, like uh you know dribbling and like all that. Like they are really good. They're gut level. They're better than Neymar. They're better than Messi. They're better than Ronaldo. You know what I'm saying? But like if. If well, we're talking different. about the numbers and commercial level itself, that's they're not the, you, selling you as just, much. You just keep saying commercial. That's what I'm telling you. It's not just commercials. It's not just commercial level, bro. That's what I'm telling you. That's the not. That's not the right. Um, that's not the right uh, category to be putting boom bap rap in. Because if boom bap rap was a commercial genre, rap would have been the biggest genre since the fucking nineties. That's what I'm saying. Stop just looking at it from commercial, commercial level, com- like. I'm not arguing. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's two different things. Okay. It's two different shits. I told you yesterday, you were talking about uh, people who are sound like who. I was talking about this uh, K-Laborate guy. He's underground. He's a boom rap rapper. He may never fucking see the light of day. Vince Staples is a fucking great rapper. His music is phenomenal, but he may never reach that fucking height because he makes that boom bap type of rap. It's not a commercial genre. People... People don't rock with that. People like no, the melodic well, shit. Well, well, if we're if we're bringing up Finn Staples, it's different because he Why? he clearly says that he's he's not going for the numbers. He's going for the bag. What? He stated that he's not going for the numbers. And of are, streaming. Are, are you talking about the Adidas Samero shit? The Adidas Samero interview? Because what I was seeing there, he also I started him. If my memory's not failing me, he was like, he said like, I know I'm never going to be that, so I'm just going to be in my lane and. Get that bag because I don't know how you can tell me like if someone, I mean fuck it, I don't, I'm not gonna speak for other people based on what he said. At least what I remember, he said he knows he's never gonna be that, mm-hmm. so he's gonna stay in his lane and get the bag. So that's what I'm telling. Boom bap is not a fucking commercial. Like, how many boom bap songs have you heard on like the charting, like the fucking top of the fucking Billboard? I'd say like. Ten. Which one? Like four, ten. Which one? It's all like um, Tupac and Biggie's song. Bro, what the fuck are you talking about? When when has how Tupac how and, like when 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 has Tupac and Biggie's song been charting on the Billboard top top like hundred? 
I don't know, but exactly. I know I know you they're, know they're up there. Huh? I know they're up there. How do you know? Like in terms, uh, are you, I don't know. I know I so know that the they're don't, up there. See, though you're saying shit you don't know. That's what I'm telling you. People know about Tupac and Biggie because everybody in the rap community talks about them. That's what I'm trying to tell you. This commercial shit is different from boom bap. There's people who don't know shit about hip hop. They just know the shit that people tell them to know about. That's what I'm sh- That's what I'm telling you. This shit is a different game. This commercial shit is different. This 21 Savage fucking Kodak melodic rap, whatever, blah blah blah. This is like internet shit. They just they just glisten and put themselves in your face. A lot of people don't go deeper into the shit. That's why I, rem- I remember the day we were coming back from the gym. Mm-hmm. We were playing that um, I, I do re me whatever shit song right. And you're playing it, and then I didn't react to it, and then I think we're talking about it later, and you're like, oh, I, you know it's a Nigerian song. Like, I know it's a Nigerian song, but at the same time, I'm not really giving you any type of, like, validation for it because I know that you're just bumping that shit because that's a TikTok famous song. It's not like you're actually into Nigerian songs because mm-hmm. I never heard you play an actual Nigerian song that's actually hot mm-hmm. that wasn't blown up on TikTok. That shit is like a meme song. And that's 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 basically the shit that people know about. People like, oh yeah, I'm hip hop. I fuck with hip. You only know the fucking mean shit or shit that they fucking promote you on Instagram and shit. You don't know the actual like people talking about. Oh, I fuck with. You never heard fucking reasonable doubt. You never heard any fucking Jay Z album after four forty four. Like, but you talking about? Oh, I fuck with. No, you don't. Like, so that's what I'm telling you. The fucking lane. Griselda, Bodie James, Freddie Gibbs, like the Alchemist and all those dudes are on is completely different from commercial shit. Their shit is what it is. And as a genre, it is not commercial. So if you're using commercial whatever to look at their shit, that's the wrong way to go about it because their shit is not commercial. That's like that's like saying, oh, Jodorowsky, the fucking filmmaker of Jodorowsky or like um, what's his name? I can't remember Tarkovsky, Andre Tarkovsky, the filmmaker, where his movies are considered to be basically dream sequences. Like it's so artistic, it's a dream sequence. But that fucking movie is not making more money than The Rock and Kevin Hart. Because it's CIA. art house, right? What? It's art. It's, exactly. It's art house. So when you want to start talking about who's a better director or who's a bigger director, and you start talking about the dude who fucking directed CIA by The Rock and Kevin Hart, which I don't even know the motherfucker's name. It's not the same shit. When you want to look at numbers and do all that shit, compare that shit to like Marvel, where it's like, oh, they're making this just for it to sell. Like the whole point they're making this is for it to sell. Then when you want to talk about the people who are putting their vulnerability into it and putting their fucking heart and artistic presence into it, that's a whole different conversation. It's not the same shit. Do you get what I'm saying? No, I get get what you're saying. I'm I'm just saying that but that's, that's the thing. You that's say, you the, say, you that's say you the get what perspective I'm saying, that you I'm keep, coming from, bro. You keep talking about commercials. And I'm telling you, it's not about the commercial. That commercial, you're, those numbers you're talking about, mm-hmm. that's a whole different thing. So when you want to look at it, look at it like this. Uzi, 21 Savage, all those dudes. Like, when you're looking at commercial people, are they, like, top five commercial right now? Because you can argue, like, in that scene, Freddie Gibbs is, like, sort of top five. Hmm. Okay. Because think about it, Like I can mention a bunch of people who are bigger than Uzi in that scene right now. Because future, uh, future Kendrick, J. Cole, Drake, uh, Young Thug, 
those dudes are bigger than Uzi and 21 and all this. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like, that is a whole different game. This Freddie Gibbs, Gris- do you know Griselda? Yeah. You listen to that shit? No. Exactly. Because that shit is for the people who fuck with that boom bap, like hip hop from the 90s for real, for real shit. Like, I was bumping that Bodie James shit today. I was loving it. But because that's some different shit. That's not for everybody. Not everybody wants to hear a dude rap without melody and just put the fucking bars down. Like, it's not for everybody. Like, I remember, I I can't remember what song it was or if it was an interview, but Jake was like, something, something, back when you get a platinum plaque without a melody, you weren't sweating me. Hmm. Because before, before J. Cole was rapping the fucking bars, no melody shit, but because J. Cole wants to get to that fucking superstar stratosphere, he had to switch his shit up so he can even listen to the shit he's rapping now. It's more melodic. He's still, he's still putting bars down, but it's more melodic because that's a whole different genre. It's like a whole different game. So that's okay. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, I get it. Yes, those dudes are way more commercial, but that's because they're supposed to be way more commercial because they're playing the commercial game. Mm. Freddie Gibbs isn't doing that. Like the fact that you even know who Freddie Gibbs is and he's on that fucking boom. Ba- Do you know who Mac Homie is? I have no exactly. Idea but he's he's one of the fucking really good ones though. Like he's he's a fucking great lyricist. But you don't know him. But you know Freddie Gibbs. And Freddie Gibbs is still on that lyricist shit. That should tell you how fucking big Freddie Gibbs is in that in that space. How big he is. I just told you the dude well, fucking honestly, had a song no, with Rick Ross. Like no, no disrespect or anything. I I feel like I uh, Freddie Gibbs start to become a little bit well known when he um, dropped his song with Tyler. With Tyler? Yeah. On the Conway. No, I mean the West Side Gun album. I forgot, but the cover is like 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 a noodle or something. Like the background is brown. Are you, are you talking about Alfredo? I don't know. I forgot. Well, but but that's I know. What I'm saying. But, like, but, but, but I have he a might, feeling he that might be getting big. Okay. No, no, again. no. Like he's he's, he's he's in that lane. Let's say in that lane. Now you're saying like the fact that I know him, he's really that big. No, I feel like I know him because he started making music with Tyler. Not once he produced like two. Uh, he made two songs with Tyler. Okay, I'm that's looking how at, I know I'm, him. You're, you're talking about the spaghetti one. I'm looking at it mm-hmm. right now. I don't see. A Tyler feature, but let me let me check it right now, because I I know he had a he had he was on a he might have been on a song with Conway I think. See here here's my here's what oh, what I'm saying is that see something to rap about it's it's uh, the song is called something to rap about, featuring uh the Alchemist and Tyler the Creator. Okay, and so that's. That's in fact like um, is his highest uh, streaming uh, song. Now I'm not saying I'm on, not saying on, what? on Spotify. Yeah, on that's, Spotify. Diff- that's different from Apple. Wait, okay, that's different from Apple Music. Okay, I don't know. I don't know about Apple. I don't use Apple. I'm I'm using Spotify. That's now barbaric. now if we if we want to argue like okay like it's they're in that type of stuff like okay yeah, yeah I I understand now. Like the fact that J. Cole can switch his stuff and then like even like still stay relevant until today while like they are stuck there. Big Sean is also staying relevant until today. But like 
That's what I'm saying. Big Sean and J. Cole are not on that super rap shit. Maybe maybe based on the like the the gauge that you have, mm-hmm. J. Cole is on that super like don't get me, J. Cole can no, no, rap. No, 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 no. I'm not I'm not saying it's like, like, J. Cole, like J. Cole, J. Cole makes melodic shit. shit as fuck. Yeah. Okay. I'm telling you this Freddie Gibbs is dropping bars. It's not like this shit like their shit is bars. It's not like melodic shit. So it's a different thing. Mm. It's like it's like Griselda and like um you probably know this MF Doom. MF Doom, yeah. MF Doom is not saying melodic shit. MF Doom is putting oh, bars. Yeah. Hello, hello. Exactly. Person. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's a different lane. So I get it, yes. Uzi and all those dudes, they might be more popular. But if you look at it like in the space of where they actually play, mm-hmm. are they as big as Freddie Gibbs in the space that he plays in? That's a question for us to leave out to the audience and they'll let us know. Mm. But I'm, well, all I'm saying is 2010's freshman list was packed too. Like there's fucking beast in there too. Would you say, would you say in your opinion, would you say it's better than 2016? I would say it's more legendary than 2016 because 2016 right now is it's it's the it's what's hot right now. The fact that we know these people till now because mm-hmm. this is 12 years, right? And for you to even get on the freshman list, you have to be doing something for uh, before that. So this is more than 12 years. 2016's is what like six years, eight. So years it's like ago. half, eight years. No, right? what what. Four, two, six. Yeah, six years. Yeah, six years ago. Yeah. So that's like six years. My bad. So that's six years. So we'll we'll see the longevity that they have, because I mean, J Cole's been going on it for how long? Nipsey rest his soul. How long? Wiz Khalifa. How long? Freddie Gibbs for how long? Big Sean for how long? J Rock for how? So like these dudes, they've been dropping this shit for a minute now. This is this is for for a minute. So I would say like that longevity is not easy because if I'm not mistaken, the average um the length average length for artists is like four years. I guess that's that goes in every in every business, bro. Like in every career. What do you mean? Because like uh when I'm working uh I work in a like in the restaurant business. Yeah. You're considered a successful uh, restaurant owner or like it's a successful restaurant when it passed five years. Okay. So I feel like like that that four to five years um, time frame don't just goes into like rap or anything else, but also like in every other um, sector of business. Okay. You know, like like if you if you can stay longer than four or stay longer than five years, that means like you're doing something right and you're you're, you're thriving. You're actually uh trying okay because because a lot of i mean a lot of rapper just like blow up once and then you know they die down yeah. a, lot of, a lot of restaurant opens uh, once that's what or I'm saying. two like, years and on average they, like f- four years is like the yeah. lifespan of an yeah. artist now so so it's 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 impeccable that these dudes are still relevant 12 years after their freshman list mm. you know what i'm saying like so that's that's important um 100 i mean even like someone like designer now, he had the biggest song of 2016. Oh, the biggest. I mean, Panda. I think that was like the yeah, it just biggest skyrocketed. Shit. Yeah, but like goes he, ha- he up hasn't sky. he hasn't even come close to that since then. So yeah, I mean he he's I I won't lie to you like the fact that he's still relevant. He's sort of I don't know if I'll say it's relevant. It's hard, bro. 
it's hard they they, they a lot of a lot of people have been saying that it's hard like when when you when you blow up like overnight and then like your song just like goes viral uh, just like goes straight to the top of the top it's hard to beat that even i don't know if you remember sai the gangnam style yeah. song it goes straight to the top bro i don't know where like everybody start doing that dance move and all that and then he been trying for the past like uh, like two years after that like he two or three years after that he keeps on trying to like make another song that you know try to like surpass gangnam style because he didn't initially he didn't want to um people he didn't want people to label him just oh he's that op- uh, gangnam style singer Yeah. Like he wa- he wants to be known as an actual artist. Yeah. But he's saying it's tough, it's hard. I think I think right now he's still an artist but is just like on a local a star level in South Korea. Yeah. Not as like global as he used to be. But yeah, he admits I think, that I think, it was I it think, was hard. I think what creates that is like say you're on a E level, right? Mm-hmm. And then for whatever reason you just have a like you're in that super zone you create that one song that's sort of like a fluke like it's it's way beyond the level that you're actually on right now yeah it's like all of a sudden you get a plus exactly and then you get you get like that a plus song and all your the rest of your catalog is like e mm-hmm. that shit blows all the way up so your skill level isn't there so you can't replicate it but the thing is you you've seen that you've, you've done that right so i feel like you sort of get pigeonholed and you want to like replicate that I but by the same time what got you to make that a plus was just you doing whatever mm. and you saw you landed on it so i don't know but yes i mean yeah i guess i guess it's possible i mean you know like some people always trying to like you know push yourself back up there but some people make it some people don't and 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 i guess it's just part of life you know um well i guess that concludes our episodes today It's been a great episode. Another great fucking episode. Yes, sir. Yes, thank indeed. you, thank you guys for tuning in, cause yeah, we're we're just doing what we want, and yep. having an audience is amazing. So shout out to you guys. This yeah. has been another great episode, and this is this is Squareheads, the world's dumbest podcast. Yep, it's been us. It's been me, Marshallo, and Manohead, and we're out. We're out. Squareheads. Squareheads.